Great evening, everyone. Specifically, are you an influencer, a speaker, somebody who wants to start a podcast? Perhaps you are an experienced podcaster and you're looking to grow. Stay with us. We got an incredible show tonight to help you grow, elevate your business, reach new audience, and simply magnify what you're already doing. So I want to welcome Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, my co-host tonight for this show. Dr. Andrea, how are you doing this evening? Looks like you're traveling again. I'm actually in Finley, Ohio this time, so I'm home where I live. And uh, it seems that it's winter in Ohio again, but things are wonderful <laughs> and great. And I'm really excited about our guests tonight. Yes, and I, I, we were just talking in the green room, and you said that you had been to 172 events in the year prior to COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel I, like I you're in another country. We got that cool <laughs> delay, right? It's like we're live from London. We got Dr. Andre Adams Miller. <laughs> I am supposed to go to Poland in two weeks, so we'll – We'll see if everything pans out as it should. So I might be uh, calling in from Poland. <laughs> well, I want to I want to ask you as we set the show up today, the power of platform. Can you hear me? I'm going to make sure. I think there's a delay. So there's a weird delay. So I did hear you say the power of platform. Well, you know, platforms are the you know, they've been instrumental in businesses propelling forward and having such great growth and retention and expansion. So uh, both of the guests tonight and how they show up and portray their businesses, it's a really great opportunity for people to see how platform uh, in their business will help propel them forward as well. Right. And you've been on a lot of platforms and I'm sure you could share a story of connecting someone to the right podcast show or someone who gets their course finally uploaded, and now all of a sudden they're in this expansion, one connection, one platform, would you agree that that can radically change someone's trajectory as an entrepreneur? Absolutely, because each time you're on a different platform, whether it's a virtual platform or a live platform or, you know, a different software platform or or something else, it, you you never know who you're going to be in front of or what person is going to see you that will uh, want to joint venture with you, want to work with you, uh, be a celebrity, whether it be an entrepreneur. Uh, for me, I, I just met a multimillionaire and he loves me and wants to work with me. And uh, just from one person seeing me and deciding they should introduce us so you never know the power of connections and the power of platform is quite fabulous and that leads me into i'm going to share a quote for the day and i think it's going to be fitting to mm. really set this show up and here it is one day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor one day of favor is worth a thousand days of of labor. And the best thing I can come up with, the best thing that I can come up with for that favor, it happens when you get in commune with other people and you get yourself up on a platform that can radically change your trajectory. So I want to welcome in all of our audiences right now. We have uh, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, 
This episode is being pushed up onto the podcast platform. So if you're catching the playback, you are at the right time, at the right place to get what you're going to hear today because you're going to have two incredible opportunities, two chances maybe to manifest that one day of favor by simply connecting with these two folks that we're going to meet introduced today. So our, our first guest, I met through the power of connection. Mr. Dan Andrews had connected me with Kachina Gosselin. And what I learned, because you know how you, you get connected with somebody and you're kind of like, you're not sure, right? There's, and Dr. Andre, I'm sure you, I know you know what to do, but sometimes when you meet people, you're like, okay, what do I do? We traded some messages. Now, what do I do? I'm kind of wondering what to do. Well, the moment I connected with Kachina, she was incre incredibly responsive and she immediately was making connections for me, like wanted to connect me with people in her network. And that's basically what she did. So next thing I know, I'm getting my messenger on LinkedIn is getting filled with, you got to meet this person. You got to meet this person. I'm like, man, this is incredible. So I was able to get on these interviews, connect with people instantly based on her efforts. She's got uh, an interesting background uh, associated with MIT. She'll tell you about that. But what I love is that she's passionate. You can see if you look, she's passionate about community building and helping folks elevate. And so she's been building this, this platform that she's now calls the founder's path. And I love the tagline. We help exhausted entrepreneurs. Anybody know any exhausted entrepreneurs out there? You're like, well, that's me. I'm the exhausted entrepreneur. You know, I'm, I'm having some fun with this, but as an entrepreneur, it's easy to get burned out because you're just all over the place. You're trying to get your podcast up. You're trying to elevate your business. And that's why she's created this to help authors, speakers, podcasters, coaches, and consultants so that she wants to help a thousand people. There's a mission to help a thousand people elevate their business. So I love what she's doing. I love how, how she's approaching it. And I'm eager to hear her story and to have her share more with you tonight. So help me welcome Ms. Kachina Gosselin. Welcome, Kachina. Thank you so much. So much. Pleasure to be here. We're, we're glad to have you. And it's interesting, you, when we first connected, you, you never know where it's going to go. But now after several connections that you've given me, and now you're, you're on the show, and I'm, I'm excited for you to share your story. But before I do, I just want to give Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller here from the Red Carpet Connection an opportunity just to greet you and say hello and welcome it's you to the show to as well. It's a pleasure to see you and meet you. Well, I'm so glad to meet you as well. You know, Kachina, looking at all the beautiful things that you've been able to do with uh, reaching out to people and help them, you know, really hone their craft to be experts in their field. And I love that you're, uh, you know, very open and candid about people who are exhausted and tired. Uh, a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, working a nine to five job has one aspect of your life. But when you go to your whole life is dependent on what you're doing in your entrepreneurship, you, you tend to work more of a, you know, a dawn to dusk and beyond, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night remembering things that you need to know. So uh, sometimes exhausted is exactly how people are. And I'm, I really appreciate that you're meeting them where they're at. <laughs> Yeah, haven't we all heard that quote that an entrepreneur would rather work 80 hours a week for themselves rather than 40 hours a week for other people? <laughs> and that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's we a normalize great quote. That. Uh, I know we're going to evoke some great things here tonight. 
before we do, I, I want to give our audience an opportunity just to learn more about you personally, how you got to this, to this point. I mean, you mentioned MIT. You have this incredible journey that got you here to this new to this platform that you're building. And I would love to get some background. Are you okay sharing a little bit about your story here? Going a little bit yeah. time machine travel? Perfect. Yeah. Well, let's go uh, far back to where I grew up. I grew up in Woodstock, New York. And so I like to say that I am a hippie turned engineer turned entrepreneur. Okay. And somewhere along the journey, I was very fortunate. I remember I got in the mail a wonderful brochure from MIT. I don't think at that time I even knew what MIT was, which just meant how uh, uneducated I was and how college wasn't on the radar for me until I received that little packet in the mail. But I remember looking at it and I flipped to the center and that's when the uh, brochure turned upside down and in the center there was a rocket ship. And so it was actually really interesting that on my way to MIT was the first time I'd been on a plane. I was flown out there to actually see the campus. It's called like the Frosh Week. And after that, I got so excited. I went to MIT and I decided of all the options that I had, I was going to choose the hardest major. So I studied aeronautics and astronautics wow. and I got my bachelor's in that. But six months before I graduated, I really sat back and I thought about the future that I was building towards. And I realized I didn't want to work for anyone else. And that's a really difficult position to be in if you're going to be in the aerospace industry. Right. So I realized I would have to pivot even before I graduated. And I felt like it was a huge waste at the time. Um, I felt very self-conscious that I was going to get this degree and then not actually apply it. And I knew that intentionally before I, I got it. Wow. But what a journey it's been since. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because I wonder how many entrepreneurs out there followed a similar path where they were going to get their degree uh, or working towards something. And next thing you know, they're like, ah, they get the entrepreneurial bug or they want to go in a different direction. So I'm sure your story probably resonates with a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, and I had a lot of things that I was thinking through at the time. I was very young, so I didn't know what life really was going to hold. But I knew that I wanted freedom and flexibility. And when I thought about the industry I was moving into, it did not, certainly not characterized by those words. So I yeah. sat back and I pivoted like we do. Uh, and a lot of people from MIT pivot into software engineering. And you have to start as an entrepreneur, you have to just start learning how to negotiate, do sales, present yourself, have that confidence that comes with a certain level of naivete. And it was really exciting. So within the first year, I closed a $90,000 plus contract, which was mind blowing to me. I grew up really poor with a single father. He built houses. By the time I got to MIT, I actually had no idea what I was doing. And so that I was able to make that transition, I think shows that I was on the right, like <laughs> on the right start in the right direction. But it yes. wasn't easy to sustain. And I definitely had to learn a lot of hard lessons along the way in order to pivot to where I am today. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear more about it because I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, um, what if you would you if you could go back or you and look at that decision again? Are you like, wow, I should I, I would have stayed that road or on the road now? Like, how do you view that? I've never regretted my decision to run a business for myself. And I'm not gonna say that it's easy every step along the way. There have definitely been moments where I have wondered if it was the right choice, but mm -hmm. it's a very brief moment where I say, I burned all the bridges because I am moving in the right direction and the direction of my dreams. 
Wow. Good, good for you. So you close this $90,000 deal and you're like, you must've been just flying. Cloud <laughs> yeah. So I was very young and I remember having conversations with them at the time I was 23 and I said, I would do the best uh, that I possibly could. I hired my friends, which when you go to a very uh, amazing school with amazing people, you're very fortunate in that way to know uh, super smart people who can help you along the way. Um, and I understand that that's important today. One of the things that I've learned, because I've asked myself multiple times how I got into course creation, and that's a pivot that I've done more recently towards the pandemic. And what I realized is that while I went to MIT, and it's a very um, intellectual space, very academic space, that I was always a feeling person in a thinking world. And mm -hmm. as I realized that I could specialize in building online courses for expert coaches, one, it was sort of selfish in the sense that I got to spend my days reading my clients' books and listening to their podcasts and consuming all this information. I was never bored when I made this pivot and I've never been bored since. But one of the things that's a valuable skill set is that experts get lost with this kind of disconnect from the people that they serve and that you can get so academic to the point where everybody tunes you out. They can't relate to the language you use or the concept you use because they're too advanced. And that's actually a challenge that experts have. And it's called the curse of knowledge. And so one of the beautiful things is that when you kind of are a person like me who can bridge between the feeling types and the thinking types is that you can do a really good job helping them communicate their value to other people who might not be as far along in the journey. I'm going to pause for a minute, let Dr. Andrea, I think her connection is good. I just want you to chime in here on this. This is some great insight. Yeah, it's um, you know, what I would love to, to actually have you share with us is a, a little more case study of of some particular things that you've seen that had you not been who you are and shown up the way you have, how things would have turned out quite differently. Mm. Can you say that again? In in a sense, you want a case study from my life. Yeah, yeah, because like if you look back and reflect, uh, had you not known and been who you are, how things might have turned out quite differently? Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's really hard to envision an alternate life that didn't, didn't come to pass, but I, I was invited to apply at Blue Origin at one point, and so I did have an option to work in the space industry. I think at the time I was aware that for the life goals that I have with the flexibilities that I want, uh, I want to have a seven-figure business, work from home, be able to put a lot of time and energy into my friends, my family, my passions, that what I was seeing was forming in the aerospace industry, because there was SpaceX, and it is very innovative and entrepreneurial for what there is right now, is that it wouldn't allow me the flexibility that I want to invest back into my home life and have that freedom and flexibility I think a lot of coaches come into. And I see this with my clients. A lot of my clients are really great at what they do. But one of my clients basically lives in hotels and is flying a lot of the time. So you can have a very successful professional career that doesn't allow for the work-life balance that some of us want. And most of the careers that I saw available for me would not allow for that. Wow. Yeah. Definitely would have changed things. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. But I don't regret it at all. I have worked on some really fascinating projects. So after that contract and as I started building out a software development agency, I kept it, I was very young. And so I knew that I would need to experiment with a lot of things to figure out what it is that I wanted to do and what I wanted to become good at. And in that space, I'm very grateful that I let myself be very idealistic. I went to Bali and I took a, a group of people 
from the tech industry out there to scuba dive and build underwater robots and play with virtual reality with the intention of bringing all of this attention and awareness to coral reef conservation. Um, I went to Nepal where I was nominated to support in a humanitarian maker fair out there. And so I was always looking at the ways to apply technology to help us solve humans, like humanities issues. And I thought that the more I studied space, the more precious earth seemed to be. Mm, and right. I'm kind of in that mindset where Mars is fascinating and I admire and applaud everybody who works on all of the space missions and the technology coming out of the aerospace industry at this point in time. But nothing breathes fresh air and clean water and you know all the wildlife that we have today that over time we're gradually losing. Very well said. Um, I, I, I actually have a gentleman I should introduce you to. They're building these gorgeous, beautiful homes that are these pods. And then underneath them, they are creating their own coral systems so that uh, natural coral can grow. And then it's another uh, place for different fish and so forth to impact and clean the water and uh, just all these amazing things that are based on uh, really creating a beautiful world and a, a sustainable uh, place to live. That's uh, yeah, quite exciting. So <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break. I want to hear when we come back, I want to hear Kachina's vision here, what she's, what she's building. And then we have our next guest, Mr. Justin Burns from Maestro, credible platform for course creators. So what I need you to do is stay right here and we'll be right back. Do you have an inspirational story and a message you want to get to the world? Welcome to the Underdog's Diaries. I've always been in a situation where money was not my friend. And it's not because I didn't understand the strategy, right? Because it's the 80-20. It's not so much strategy as it is mindset, right? An exciting new campaign that will feature your story in the newest book series, The Underdog's Diaries a live virtual summit and a live in-person event in philadelphia featuring the rocky steps listen the world needs your story now more than ever people are seeking answers and inspiration that's where you come in we are launching this project the underdogs diaries first edition this year and we're looking for incredible underdog stories if this sounds like you, complete the application today and get the process started. Additionally, for you solopreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs, we're going to have various options to help you grow your business. Complete the application today and let's get started. Welcome back to our show. That's the Underdog's Diaries. We are working on that project. We're going to have 52 stories in that book. It's going to be an incredible project for a lot of people to get their story out. We'll have some probably repeating stories, people that have been in books before, but we'll also have people that have never been in a book before, and this will be their first time. So stay tuned for that. So Back to Kachina. Kachina, what is your vision now with this platform you've built and 
what do you say for you? You said uh, you have a mission to help a thousand people. Yeah. So through the process of building out our courses, it's one thing to build your business around a service. But the more that I work with my clients, I fell in love with my clients and the mission that they have. And so that's where I came up with that um, tagline that we're here to help exhausted entrepreneurs become elevated experts because we go into a business to build a life that we love. And yet there's so many things pulling us back into that hustling grind culture, that shiny object syndrome, uh, that struggle that all of us have to discover our own voice and build our own platform. And so what I realized is that as we worked with more professional speakers, published authors, established podcasters, is that those were the ones that had successfully built a body of work and were able to claim their worth and really grow. And so what I decided is that we were going to build platforms to help elevate experts who might not yet be ready to claim their voice. I know that I personally have struggled a little bit with imposter syndrome and stage fright. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because in this virtual world, like I talk to millionaires in my day to day on Zoom calls, too. But then I get nervous about even just having a room full of people uh, right. listening to me and, and hearing my opinions. So what I decided is we're going to elevate a thousand experts by launching a hundred virtual summits, helping them build the confidence to monetize their signature talk, build and develop their monetize their signature talk, or as many people are doing today, learn to sell from the stage because you don't have to build anything new. You just have to create an environment where people are ready to listen to your mission, are inspired and then opt in. It's a mm -hmm. lot less painful than trying to drum up business by talking me, me, me all the time. Virtual summits really allow you to create these hubs of experts who support each other by bringing together a similar audience. And it's a great way to build your platform. Love it. I, I love that. that that's uh, I love what you said. Claim your worth. I, I love that, that yeah. word. And that's you've been good. speaking about my platform. What I don't want to forget to mention is that we launched today the expert concierge community. So it's a free community where experts can come, those authors, those podcasters, those speakers, and it provides um, curated speaking opportunities, opportunities to guest on each other's podcasts. So it creates that collaborative environment where we can work together and then build towards those virtual summits together. Nice. Incredible. I love that. Is there a way to connect to that? Like, how would we connect to that? Just go to your yeah, LinkedIn. It's as profile. easy as going to expertconcierge.co. That's .co. Okay. And right now there's a free membership and then there are a couple of different tiers based off of whether or not you're building your authority or you're building your business. Okay. I'm going to see if I can pull that up and share that here real time. I think I found it and I'll be able to share this right now for everybody. If you want to find out about this, um, you can do it right now. Now, if you're on the podcast, you need to go over to my YouTube channel at Austin J. Haynes, H-A-I-N-E-S.com. But if you're here, you're going to see it at the bottom of the screen there. Oops. That's just the it's um, the exact copy from the link there, but it's expertconcierge.co. You don't have to worry about that extra stuff. I can change that. But, yeah, you can go there. And um, you said you have a free membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's very, as you know, like you start off with an amazing quote, one day of favor can, can you repeat it? <laughs> it's worth a thousand days of labor. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it's been such a pleasure. I've, I was called a super connector a few weeks ago. And it's something I think when I was younger, I aspired to be, but didn't see in myself. But it's so empowering when you find other creators who are willing to lift each other up. And I think the moment you become a creator, you respect and admire 
the energy and effort that goes into even producing any piece of body work, whether that's launching a podcast or writing an ebook, not even just self-publishing. Um, and the more that I work with creators, the more I admire them. I'm actually working on my own book myself. It's called The Expert's Dilemma. And it's all of these emotional reasons why we as experts who know the right thing to do struggle to actually start the process and complete it. That's amazing. That's going to serve your community really well. It's kind of you're building it and then you're going to deliver this uh, this great, great thing. So this is exciting. Uh, great things. Now, if you are here live, we have another guest coming on. But what I want to do right now, I want to hit my sponsor, one of my sponsors somebody who supported me from the very beginning. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to move us all out so we can honor this particular person and then we'll move us back in. And then we're going to bring on our next guest, Mr. Justin Burns. So stay with me. Marlon Mueller has been uh, an incredible uh, friend, consultant. He's a multimillionaire. We, we coined him uh, the farm boy who became a multimillionaire. He is, I would say he's accessible compared to some of these other folks out there right now. He's been at this for 35 years. He's been studying wealth principles for 35 years. He has specific things that he does, his approach, and he just wants to help people. So he's going to be building his platform. So he's going to have to meet Justin and Kachina. So we got to connect them too. So let me bring on Dr. Andrea Adams Miller from the Red Carpet Connection. And I am playing producer today. So and let's bring on Kachina. Let's bring Kachina back on. And then we're going to bring on our next guest. Uh, I met this gentleman a few years ago now at an event up in Canada, although he's not from Canada. And then I was fortunate enough to go to his event. So I met him, learned about Maestro, which you're going to hear about Maestro. And then I went to, I went, I think it was Georgia. He'll remind me. I think it was Atlanta, Georgia, I think. And he had an incredible event. And you can always tell an event. I'm sure you can attest. You've been to an event where you're kind of in the event. You're kind of like, you're looking around. You're like, and you've also been to events where you go and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like the people are great. You feel that. And that's what, what Justin's event was like. But what I love about it, is that it's not just a feel good event. He's like a roll up your sleeves kind of a guy and let's do it. And that's basically what he did to build his platform. So I'm, I'm hoping he can share a little bit about his story about, he's got a great story about what happened to him and I, and I love it. So hopefully he'll share a little bit of that. And then we can learn about Maestro, which he's actually, he's great about gathering feedback from people. And I know he's been doing that and he's going to be relaunching this thing and I say this thing, it's, it's, it's not just a thing. It is a, it is a digital platform, which I don't, even, I don't even know all of it yet, but I want you to give a warm welcome to Mr. Justin Burns, who's joining us from Mexico. Hello, Justin. How are you? <laughs> What's going on, Austin? Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're with us. I'm going to give Dr. Andrea, she just, she just met you recently in the green room, but this is how we roll. We make real connections, real time, live. So there we go. 
Well, I actually see that you were or, or originally from Atlanta. At some point, you've been there. I was in Atlanta the last 22 days. So had I realized, we, we could have probably met in person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I've been in Mexico for almost two months. I would have missed you, but. Oh, so we would have. Well, I would have flown down for the day. <laughs> come on, come on down. Glad to have you. <laughs> well, what you know, that's interesting to me because I've been meeting a lot of entrepreneurs who've been traveling down to Mexico. And, um, you know, I've been hearing uh, it just seems to be very fabulous for business for them to be able to travel and do new things. So I'm excited to hear that you're doing that and adding some multiculturalism into everything. Yeah, yeah. I always say without getting too deep into it, um, if you want to expand your creativity and you want to kind of step out of your environment, always travel across seas. You meet so many amazing people who are doing the same thing. I made so many connections down here spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I feel I feel great. I think it's always good to get out of the comfort zone of your environment. Um, you get so many ideas. So I love it. Um, I'm sad. I'm going to cry. I go home on Wednesday. But um, <laughs> I told my I told my mother and my and my nieces, I said, somebody call me and comfort me before I get on the plane, please. Someone. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, it's been an amazing journey. I've met some beautiful people down here and uh, I love it. It's been it's been a journey. So nice. Justin, we're glad you're here. I, I, I'm eager to hear if you want to share some of your backstory. I, I love the story about the uh, I forget if it was your mortgage company or, or one of those. Hopefully you'll share that with us. I, I love that story, man. That's such a good one. But yeah, take it. Let us know a little bit more about you because, I, I, you know, it's incredible what you're what you've built and what you're continuing to build. But I, I love let's get into the heart of the entrepreneur. Like we, we heard from Kachina how she was about to grab, you know, was at MIT and she completely shifted. Your story is a little different. Uh, what, are you willing to share that with us today? Absolutely. I always love to share it. Share my, it's my journey, right? Your journey is yeah. what makes you who you are. So I'm, I'm probably the opposite of a lot of people who, you know, um, have dreams of, you know, going to college. And I didn't have that, you know, I didn't have that story. Um, and it, it wasn't just because of where I grew up. I'm, I'm from the south side of Chicago. So um, I didn't necessarily, it wasn't just because of that. I grew up most of my life believing that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't smart enough. Um, I'm sure a lot of us feel that way. And so I hopped around from job to job because, um, like I say, I always say, um, kids love, you know, kids say, what do you want to be a doctor, lawyer? When it came to me, I was like, dude, I have no idea, like no idea. I don't think I want to be any of those. Um, and actually that patience actually helped me out a lot. Um, and so fast forward, uh, I remember I got a job as a cell phone salesman. Um, and I did really well. Found out I had to get the gab of selling cell phones for years. Um, and then my mom was like, are you going to go to college? And I was like, no, I absolutely don't want to go to co college. So I didn't go to college. But there was this guy who used to come into my store when I was a cell phone salesman. He was a sharp guy. He was always happy. And I just one day said, this dude comes into my store all times of the day, three o'clock, six o'clock. I was like, what does this dude do? He's always happy. So I asked him and he said, I'm an internet entrepreneur. And I was like, what the heck? Now, this is 2008. I'm like, what the heck is an internet entrepreneur? What do you do? Um, and he's like, oh, I sell digital products, right? I sell these things called eBooks. And I was just so curious. And he was like, hey, I'm doing this event. Now, this is how naive I was. I was like, what the heck is an event? What is that? I just, I had never attended a webinar. I didn't know what a teleseminar was. I didn't know what, wow. I was super naive. And so- He's like, you should come to the event. I will give you a free ticket. So I mean, fast forward, I go to this event. 
and I'm sitting there and I had heard it all real estate, all this stuff. And I was just really like depressed. I was at that stage. I really wanted to commit suicide at that point in my life. But I just, I didn't know what my purpose was. And I always prayed like, God, what, what is my purpose? And I'll never forget, I was sitting there and all these people are around me. And I'm like, who are these people? Why are they sitting in this room learning all this stuff? And I'll never forget the guy says something that completely shifted my entire thinking. He said, the Internet is the future. People from London, Spain, Germany, uh, Mexico, all over will be able to buy your product. You will have customers everywhere, all over the world. And I don't know why, but it was like this moment, like, you know, I, I call it the slow, I call it like the slowdown moment. We all have it, right? When you see your thing and your head kind of turns to the side a little bit and you go, wait a minute, I think that's my thing. I think that's the thing I want to dedicate the next 10 years to. Yeah. So I asked this guy, I said, mentor me, mentor me. So anyway, we, he, he, he's like, I believe in you. And, and, and this guy taught me everything he knew about the internet and, I got a chance to see them build courses, right? Because I know Kachina talked about courses. It was my first time I see these guys sitting at this table with a laptop and computer, and they present this offer. And this is 2009. Webinars were still fairly new. The technology just wasn't there. And um, I saw these guys make a lot of money, and I was like, that's what I want to do. This is, wow, you could do this from anywhere in the world. And it blew my mind because I was never exposed to this type of thing. And so I tried to, I ventured off. I started my own business. Um, and, um, at the time my, my then fiance, we were trying to, I was trying to start this internet business. I was teaching people how to do funnels and the business just wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I got this foreclosure letter in the mail. Mm. Right. And, um, I was afraid to tell my fiance, I was afraid to admit that I had failed. Right. I was afraid. And, and so she would go, she, she had a nine to five, she would go to work and I would kiss her, say, honey, okay. Uh, and then I would have all this panic and i'll be like what am i gonna do i said i was gonna be this entrepreneur here i am absolutely failing miserably at this thing and so i remember getting on the phone with this guy I saw this ad and i clicked on it and this i got on the phone with this guy and he was talking about sales and i said you know i'm i have like a couple thousand bucks left in my bank account my house is in foreclosure my car is about to be repossessed and he asked me a question that really shifted my thinking. He said, let me ask you a question. Have you burnt the boats yet? Hmm. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean by that? He said, have you burnt the boats yet? He said, have you given it all of you got? Have you really sold out for yourself to do whatever it takes to go after your dreams and your purpose and your mission to truly risk it all, but not just risk. You've already risked it all. Now it's time for you to get a reward for it. And I never, and I, and I realized that I was operating in a deep level of fear, like so many entrepreneurs. Mm. And I remember it was at that moment where I said, I can either admit to failure. I can go all in. And I dedicated myself. I burnt the boats. I went all in. I dedicated myself to learning the art of sales, learning the art of marketing, go all in, commit all my time. And I remember I had my first $5,000 a month and it was 20,000 and 30,000 and it just kept going up. And I'll never forget, I felt, I felt really rich because my mother never made over $20,000 <laughs> in a year. But here's what I did though. I called my mortgage company and I had a different energy about me. I said, She's like, you want to, you're back, you know, you're about five, six months, you're about to go into foreclosure. And I said, 
I believe that I have the power to purchase my house, right? And she goes, what do you mean? You're in foreclosure. And I said, no, no, no. I want to make an offer to purchase my house. And she goes, wait a second. She puts me on hold and she goes and she talks. She says, what offer do you want to make? And I made 50% offer on what I was, what it, she's like, they're not going to accept that. And they accepted it. Wow. And so then about three months, I, like, like Kachina and even um, we were talking about relationships. I built a relationship with this bank rep and we became really good friends and she gave me extra time. That's how powerful relationships can be. But here's what the reason why I tell this story is because when about five months in of buying it, they sent me, I think it was like the deed or the title to the house and I framed it on my wall. And so every single time I'm plagued with doubt, every single time I, I go through this fear, I look at that wall and said, Justin, remember what you accomplished. Remember what you did. And I think that has kind of catapulted me into doing hard things like building a technology company. So um, I always like to tell that story because entrepreneurs can't. I love the story. And by the way, I already broke my own rules. Like, so Kachina, you're, it looks like you're on for the ride here. So <laughs> unless you got to exit, but um, no, I love, thanks for sharing that story, Justin, because I, I, I love that part because, you know, we're here to talk about the platforms and, and it's all great, but, there's a story that got you here. And, and I, I always want to honor that. And, and, and here you are now, you're going through another, and it's, gosh, I can only imagine building a tech company, right? Uh, yeah. today. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. Like, so maybe we can get into that, but I want to give Dr. Andre a moment here <clears throat> to just kind of reflect on, on your story. Cause it's the first time she's hearing it. Well, you know, it's, it's quite impactful that, you know, I, I'm, I'm very excited when I get to hear, you know, people show up and, 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 and tell, you know, these things that people would be shocked to hear, you know, like are surprised or taken aback about who they've come. And, you know, I, I would like to hear just a little inkling more like uh, the, who is the biggest hero behind you and, and, and making these decisions and doing and coming forward to be you. Yeah, so I would I would say I've had a couple heroes, right? And 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 one of them is actually my store manager at the cell phone place. He was the guy. Wow. He was one of the first people who believed in me. He was one of the first people to coach me. He was the first person to wow. say. He was the first person to look at me when I I had cuz one of the things I tell people is I integrate a lot of spirituality and personal growth into my life because I didn't even know that you can become a better person. I didn't know that existed. I thought who you were, you were your set of beliefs, you were where you come from, you were your environment, but that, that's totally not true. You can shift and you can change and you can transform into anything you want to be. That's the power of being a human being. Yep. And so, um, I remember he said it. He said, Justin, you're a powerful speaker. And I looked at him and I was like, who is this guy talking about? Because it cannot be me. Right? <laughs> but he saw something in me. Right. And he's like, if you dedicate, if you develop yourself, he was the first guy to tell me to go and read a book outside of college. I didn't even know you could do that either. Right. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Like he was like, you know, I want you to study this guy, which actually uh, connects to my next mentor. He said, I want you to get this sales book by a guy named Zig Ziglar. And I was like, oh, Zig Ziglar. He's like, go to the library and get this book by Zig Ziglar. So I said, all right, I go and get this guy this, with this, wow. with this Southern draw, you know, this, this, this really mm -hmm. kind of sharp guy. And I'm listening. Um, 
and as I, you know, my my niece, my nephew would make fun of me if I told him about my cassette tape because you know these kids like you know they they don't know about the cassette tapes or the five second or the ten second skip protection. We only had skip protection for ten seconds, right, or yeah. thirty seconds. So I would listen to this guy, and I was like, I would just write all these notes, and I would come back and apply, write all these notes, and I realized I was like, wow, I'm getting better. I'm getting I'm getting more influential, and then in about Six months, I was the number one salesman in that company just from that. And I always tell Mike when I see him, I said, I am so grateful that you taught me that I could be better. And you didn't look at the shell. You didn't look at what you see because human beings, we are so judgmental. We look at the surface. Yeah. Right. And so that was one of the first guys who didn't see what who didn't judge what he saw. He looked at me and said, man, this guy could become something. So that's one of my, I would say that's one of my top heroes and the, and the unfound, you know, other heroes, Brian Tracy's of the world, the Les Browns, the guys who I look up to, who. Oh, come to think of it, the event that you and I were at, uh, I say you and I attended, Brian Tracy's son was there. Remember we we had a chance to meet. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm friends with Brian and his son. And and I shared the stage with Tom Ziegler. So I get super excited because I'm like, these are my peers. So to be yeah. able to tell them, like, I'll text them when we get off here and tell them, like, how it, it makes me just, like, fill with joy to know that people yeah. that I know have, have, like, you come on here and say, these are your heroes. It, it just, mm, love it. And I had I had the great fortune. Uh, I, I'm, I'm blessed as, as I think about it. I was a, I did meet Zig Ziegler. Uh, many, many years ago. And I, I remember I, I had purchased a book. He, I have his, he signed it. I have it because uh, he, he was a, a great motivator. And that's so fortunate that it sounds like that was a big part of your, your, your scaling. And that's a great story. And man, uh, wow. I, there's another friend of ours, a couple of them that, that share the same story. Uh, cell phone manager, right? Jose. I was thinking that Dana. too. <laughs> Dana was a, another, one of my other clients, colleagues, friends, his influential person, Dana, Dana Banks was, was a, his manager. She believed in him and, and now he's got a community. It's, it's, it's growing like crazy. So you, you just never know one day of favor, right? Worth a thousand days of labor, what we were talking about before. So I want to pause for a moment because normally what I do, so I'm going to shift gears here a little bit and we want to get back into Justin's story, but what I normally do, and I didn't do here, but we're going to do it now. Uh, we'll do this. Uh, Justin, what did you think about Kachina's story? I, I usually give you the, uh, the opportunity to, because you're just meeting Kachina for the first time and you had, you got a chance to hear her story. Now that she's on here, I'd love for you to share what you thought. And then I would like to reverse that after. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, I always love to connect the brand. So as Katrina was talking, I was actually checking out her cool brand and going through her site. I always do that just to kind of connect the person because I think it kind of really brings the story alive. And just to, you know, like there's always something that connects us, right? And in such a deep way. And I felt that kind of connection, whether backgrounds, race, whatever, religion, there's always something to connect us together, right? And so um, I just loved her story. And then also just going through, um, and then I, I'm all, always, I'm one of those um, 
even like with the new maestro we're building, like I obsessed over the design. So I always could tell people as I'm listening to their story, I'm connecting their brand. I see all her maps and all of her, you know, most people don't go into detail about like this, you know, process and stuff. So I always appreciate, you know, um, my creators. Um, so love hearing your story. It's amazing and love what you're doing for sure. Great. Thank you so much. Those are very kind words. Yeah, so yeah I, I related to your story a lot because I didn't think I would go to college. And I think that's a very unusual thing for people that go to MIT. But I, it just was not on my radar because I had a blue collar father and did not think that I could elevate myself in my life to the places I've been and the places I dream of going. Um, so I relate a lot to that. I also, I think it's hilarious that you're moving out of digital products and into software, whereas I moved from software into digital products, but I'm sure that there's some connection there. It's still using the internet and the interconnectedness of us all to like to have greater Im impact and income. Definitely, thank you. Yes, uh, <laughs> that is uh, interesting. And I can see it now, Dr. Andrea, the headline's gonna say, want to go to Mars, right? Want to go to Mars? And then I'll say, well, we can't take you to Mars, but if you're a course creator, here's what we can do, right? I get those references all the time. It's not rocket science. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm thinking like the play on the Mars, you know, like it would, uh, it would be uh, fun, fun to play around with that. But absolutely. no, that's, that's great. So Justin, back to you. I, let's talk about what's going on now. You're in Mexico. Tell the truth, man. You just want to get out of the cold weather. Come on. All this yeah, cold you know, you, you gave up my gig. I just hate <laughs> cold weather. I can't deal with it. You know, I'm originally from Chicago, right? So a lot of people don't know that. I grew That's up right. in, I was born and raised in Chicago. And um, man, if you can beat it in Chicago, you could beat it like anywhere. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in Mexico because I, I, like I, I tell people, like, especially if you work from the computer, the best way you get the best ideas is getting out of your comfortable environment and going to meet new people of different backgrounds. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's been amazing, you know, and it's helping me kind of build the, the new version of, of our platform that we've been building for two years. Um, we already did a 1.0 version. And then um, <clears throat> about a couple of years ago, I had a really big spiritual awakening. And I always say that's always connected to me as well. Um, and, um, it was, it was funny because, um, I have a, I have a shaman, right. And I was at this spiritual retreat and, um, I remember, um, she was, she was talking about community and, um, she was like, yeah, you know, like most creators, they just throw people either in a Facebook group or throw people in a, you know, WhatsApp group or whatever it is. And then I was like, you know, it would be better if you took people through like this cycle and they went through this success path and they were able to kind of see themselves finishing. And and then I and then I went back to my team and I was like, wait a second. I felt so disconnected because at that point, being transparent, I was starting to sabotage my company a lot. You know, we have thousands of users and I started to um, sabotage um, my uh, my company a lot and and. So now I, I got a chance to um, rebuild it. And I went to my team and I said, we got to rebuild this product to match who we've become because we've become a different team and um, we've grown a lot. And um, I remember my team was like, 
you know, you're crazy. Like, why would we rebuild this? <laughs> why are we rebuild this product? And I was like, because we got new designers, we got new UX people, we got new, you know, everything. So I said, let's rebuild it. So we spent two years and um, man, I'm just, the feedback we've been getting, I'm just, I'm just excited for what we're about to release in the next 30 days. So it's going to be released in the next 30 days. So be on the lookout for that. And just a, a word on Maestro, if somebody's never heard about it, and then we're going to, we're going to kind of go to a wrap here. So somebody's never heard about Maestro. What would you tell them? Yeah, so Maestro started off as a course platform, but uh, Maestro, which is you can find it at maestro.com slash new to join the wait list. Um, but um, Maestro um, 2.0, as we're calling it, Maestro 2.0, evolved into more of a video platform and what's happening with the future, right? So um, only 10% of people complete online trainings, right? You can have the best training in the world, uh, but you can't change human psychology. And so mm -hmm. what we realize is that we needed to shift towards what was happening. So we believe that, you know, the future is about three components. One is going to be AI. We've all seen the chat GPT and all that, but AI is going to evolve into something even more uh, that we can even fathom, right? And then you have robotics, but not just the robots walking around, but you're going to have more automations. And then you also have the blockchain, right, which is so huge, and people have their opinions about the blockchain, but then you're also going to have virtual reality. So you have all these technologies that's going to, in my opinion, at the same time, kind of sync together. Um, and so I would describe Maestro as a platform for creators of the future. So, you know, we've injected AI into our platform to help creators. Um, it has community uh, affiliate program. We have so many things that we decided that we wanted to bring to the market. And so we cultivated our, we took our 1.0 feedback and we kind of cultivated into 2.0. And um, we've been meeting with customers, like three or four customers a day and just going crazy with feedback. And people are just like, I love where this is going. So um, it's a platform for creators to basically get their videos out there. Um, and, and really video is already the future, but it's gonna evolve more into smart, smart tools as we call it. Uh, releasing certain smart tools that that are going to be yeah. the game changer. So, well, I, I admire your ability to to pioneer, to not lay back on your laurels, and, and to be able to go and do that. And as we close here, because we're, we're getting close on time, I just want to go to both of you, and maybe just give some insight to somebody who is um, maybe they just started out, or or maybe they they've been in it for a while, but they're they're struggling in this space. Uh, so I'll start with Kachina and just say, what what would you recommend? So you, you could be an author, a, a speaker, somebody with a podcast. I know, and I realize there's all different people at all different levels, um, but but let's just say that's that newer person, maybe who either they're just getting started or maybe they've they're in it a little bit, but they're looking to grow. What would you what would you offer well, to them? Speaking back to Justin's point about the future being video and the work that we're doing, trying to get elevate experts on the stage, virtual and otherwise, is that you really do have to own the value of your voice and your expertise. It's not enough to be good at what you do. You actually have to have the confidence to put it out there in the world. And I think that's where all of us kind of have to do that deep emotional work that Justin referenced back to, which is that this, this life of becoming a creator, becoming an entrepreneur, really does challenge you to develop as a person. And one of the places to start is on that self-worth that what you have to, say, have to say is a value, whether you monetize it downstream or upfront, 
it's all about claiming your worth and then speaking it into an existence. Well said, well said. Justin. Yeah, so I think it's the same, <clears throat> you know, I would, I would venture to say it's the same thing. It's like, um, you know, one of the things I always tell creators is like, you know, you could create all day, but you know, if nobody sees the thing, then, you know, it's not going to matter, right? Your creation is just going to be there. So one of the, the biggest things that I tell creators is like, you know, find, like, don't just think don't, there's, there's so many experts with so many different opinions that you have to, you have to eventually come to the point where you listen to people, but you use their frameworks to match with who you are. Right. And when you combine that, you follow your own path. Wow. Like for me, I did a lot of videos. I did a lot of stuff, but I had to develop what worked for me, which was joint venture partnerships, which is what grew Maestro, right? So sometimes you'll find that what most people tell you to do, like ads or all this other stuff, I mean, find your path and, and really just make sure like the person, if you are afraid to put it out there, we all were afraid, you know, we all were afraid to put ourselves out there, but mm -hmm. I think about it in reverse, which when I get really nervous about like, what will people think about this? I always think about the people that I'm not helping, right? The people that are suffering, the people that I can't help because I'm afraid to put it out there. So that kind of gives me a lot of introspection and it makes me go, you know, screw it. Let's do it. Right. Which is my, mm, my saying. That. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Great stuff. Dr. Andrea, any final you know, I, I'm I'm just really uh, pleased to meet both of you. And, you know, you guys keep talking about mindset. So if you don't mind, I, I'm going to uh, do a little brag myself. I, I just graduated uh, Friday with my trainer's training. Wow. Um, I already was a master practitioner and uh, master hip, um, hypnotist and um, master uh, success coach trainer. Uh, but now I have my own school. Uh, uh, so I'm um, the Subconscious Connection Institute for Business and Personal Development. So I, so thank you guys for both of supporting, talking about that inner mindset about what we do uh, to bring that together. And yeah. I, I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to create because, you know, I see so much possibilities for the things that you are pulling together and uh and 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 making uh, you, you both are brilliant and i'm very excited uh to um i think you're just beginning <laughs> yes absolutely i'm going to share just a if you want to get in touch with kachina goslin her website's right there expertconcierge.co learn about that platform it's a, a free membership right now to connect authors podcasters and the like influencers, that sounds amazing because you've already proven yourself as an incredible connector. So I want to encourage everybody to go there. Mm. And, and then we have Justin Burns, CEO of maestro.com. 2.0 is coming in the next 30 days. But I would go in there and just learn now. Just go check it out. And you said it's Maestro New. Is that the new website? Is there anything up there yeah. yet? Yeah, so the yeah, it's a whole uh, wait list of all of our new features. So it's maestro.com slash new. That's where you can join the wait list and see all the cool stuff that we um, slash new. All right, let me just put that up because I want to make sure everybody gets this. Is that it? Um, yep, that's it. Maestro.com forward slash new. 
I think you're both doing amazing things. If you are listening, we, uh, we're getting most of our views. Uh, we were last time I checked, it's 22,000 views, but we're getting them through Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku. It makes sense. That's where people sit down and usually watch longer form video. However, I want to encourage you to get over to the YouTube channel, austinjhaines.com, because then you can interact. It makes it easier to connect in real time. And that's what we're, we're working on for the show to get those folks that are watching. So I know you're watching. Make sure you come over and check us out on at the uh, YouTube channel. Get involved. Your, your comments, your chats all matter. Same thing with the podcast. I encourage you to get over to the video so you can see these folks, get to connect with them, and we can do great things together. So, Dr. Andre, I'm going to ask you to stay on with me. I'm going to okay. say thank you so much, uh, Justin Burns. Thank you so much, Kachina, for being here today on the Austin J. Haynes Show. The best things are, are in works. And uh, just again, just want to encourage you to connect with both of them. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. So, Dr. Andre, that was it's another great show. It's uh, something that we're going to definitely put out there and share for, for folks to connect with. Um, you know, we talked about platform, right? We talked about folks getting onto a platform and, and cultivating that. And I just love what Justin's doing with the video movement because it seems that's where people are, are consuming more video content. Absolutely. So um, I'm eager to see what his new updates are. Um, but your final thoughts as we as we close out here from the Dr. Andrea Adams. Miller. Yeah. So my final thoughts would be you can hear from the guests that we've had had on tonight that, you know, people what they thought was going to happen for themselves suddenly became something new and different. And as you go out in the yes. world, be very open to the fact that change, uh, while um, surprising, uh, and different can turn out to be one of the most beautiful and uh, creative things that you could ever do. And it allows you to use parts of your mind and parts of your creativity and art that you never anticipated uh, by allowing that new path to be open in front of you and for you to take that change in the road. And uh, as a friend of mine said um, the other day, he was like, you know, whoever thought that making, you know, he said he, he would see people uh, throw away their change, uh, you know, and he meant from their like dollar bills. And he said, and they don't realize that sometimes the smallest change makes the biggest impact. <laughs> I love that. And I'm going to close the show with one minute here. One day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor. And that one day of favor is most likely going to come through a new connection that you make. It's not going to come from staying where you are.